0: this week we talk about the importance of tracking also we'll take the mystery out of the knees over toes guy and update you on our caffeine consumption let's get
1: into it dude this is like dewey day this is all the shit that i'm interested in
0: <laughs> Did i pick some good topics for you
1: yeah i really like the
0: you know speaking of our because we did our...
1: Oh, I it mean, it's great.
0: Right. So we did our episode on the caffeine stuff last week, right? And coffee in general, S- right? Sneaky so, caffeine. Right. So I'm, I was that's what made me think, am I drinking, a, let's see, carbonated water, natural flavor, stevia, leaf extract, citric acid. Okay. So this one...
1: You need readers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why? I got another two inches of arm left. <laughs> Caffeine-free. Okay. So the cream soda... That's like soda. one of the f- few... Yeah, the like the colas and all that have caffeine, but yep. the the cream soda no caffeine. So this one I can drink at night. Even the orange has caffeine. It does. Yep. Oh shit, that's a sneaky one. Then it is.
1: Yeah. Really, the grape too.
0: Oh, okay. I knew the cola did,
1: but wow.
0: You like the Zevia stuff though? For
1: Uh it's a
0: to me it tastes like compromise oh, and shame. It does, taste but like it works. Compromise. <laughs> it tastes like,
1: but it works again. Back to the tastes like N <laughs> A beer. Yeah. You know you're, you're giving something up. Yep. You know, which is Speaking fine. Speaking of beer, day ten for me, by the way, of drinking a beer every day. Nope, I'm not having any. Not having any.
0: Uh, How does it feel?
1: <laughs> Honestly, no different. Yeah. Well, Workouts are better.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. I bet. Yep. Yeah, there's really no benefit there to having it. So no, it's <laughs> there's only a detriment. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. All right. So we're going to talk about some fun stuff this week. Um, so, yeah, let's get into, since we did our coffee slash caffeine episode last week, let's get into our tracking of caffeine. I'll, I'll start because I know you're probably going to decimate me in your numbers here. So Not really. My average was 383 a day milligrams of caffeine. So basically, we got this app. I think we both have the same app because i just looked at the screenshot sure. you sent and got the same one okay and then you enter in every time you have something with caffeine in it yep um so i was hitting uh, i'm averaging 383 a day and i wanted to pull up the site here <clears throat> 383 just, yep and it says here the okay and we covered this last week, but just to reiterate, for healthy adults, the FDA has cited 400 milligrams a day, that's about four or five cups of coffee, is an amount not generally associated with dangerous negative effects. <laughs> so they don't say it's good, but they just say, that's not going to hurt you too bad. So, and interesting thing on the app, that was kind of the the line. right? 400 was like, okay, yep. try to,
1: don't go over this amount. Right. So what was yours? Um... I was the f- I only did two days because mm-hmm. then I'm like yeah it's enough. It's the same exact amount I drink every day. Right. So what was it? That was within a few. It, first day it was like 486. Huh. Oh, it's not too bad. No. Second day was like
0: 480. Okay. So you're you know you're a cup
1: over maybe the but average. But it was exactly what I thought it was going to be like. Right. Because I'm punching in the cups. Yeah. In the morning I'm like. You can extrapolate knowing mm, where you're going to end up. No, I was like. I don't
0: need another one. Oh, so the act of measuring yep. kept you in control. Yep. Okay. Just like tracking. Food. And yeah, we're gonna get into that when we talk about the tracking, the psychological effect that's at play there. Um, so, if you left your own devices, if if uh, Geraldo or some other investigative journalist followed you around and looked throughout the bushes and tracked you every day, where do you think you would have realistically been? Six hundred.
1: Yeah, I bet it would have been thirty percent more. Okay. Or better.
0: Still not too insane,
1: though. I think it is.
0: <laughs> you know, they're, they're basically saying 400 isn't... If he's 400 or less is not going to hurt you, so would 600 really be that bad? Probably not. Yeah, I mean... You might just have negative life effects as far as, you know, being able to sleep
1: and all the the reasons, you know. But If that's gonna, the demarcation line... Right. Then how much above it? There's got to be... A graduated scale on both sides. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yep. So
1: there you go. So do you think you're going to limit yourself or are you just back to like guzzling? (laughs) I might limit myself even more and more because the plot thickens. I got a weighted blanket. Oh, shit. And I heard about those. Sleeping like a fucking baby.
0: (laughs) Nothing worse than a lame ass light blanket.
1: Right oh I this they thing's suck. it's only twenty pounds and it but it's heavy when you hold it by itself, but when you like spread it out, it's not that bad, yeah, but it's just yeah. enough to just in your sleep if you're like to woo a little you. restless just, you just have to womb you yeah, up, a little. Just, yeah just yeah, you're just you're swaddled, yep,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should come over and practice my swaddling on you, oh uh, yeah, we'd probably not <laughs> when they do new- newborn photo shoots, and yep, after having three kids, I was the swaddle master, I remember going into the. Before I was even into photography and had done any newborn shoots or anything, I had my first kid. And I remember the nurses up at Sanford, they were just like... <laughs> oh,
1: right, 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 They would
0: do it in like four seconds. Like am like, like crap! Ninja. And I couldn't even... Like, it took me weeks to get Slow the perfect
1: swaddle down. down. See, now we missed out. Because now if you're spitting out kids, mm-hmm. just go to YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah. You pause it, rewind it. But there's
0: something, you know, one of the main... And we're getting way off track here, yeah, but no one of the main like uh, things to calm down newborns is swaddling, right? For sure. Swaddling, swaying, soothing. Uh, there's like a five S's or whatever, but swaddling's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stands to reason, though, that why wouldn't that remain true into adulthood?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't? It? Yeah, it's so. it's working for me. Is it placebo? No, I don't. Think I don't so. think so. Because the blanket's so. heavy. It's not a fake heavy. No, it's
0: it's, it's not like someone said. Here's a twenty pound blanket. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just kidding. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you'd know if it was. If yeah. you feel if it's heavier.
1: But it's. I'm, I was. i my now, whole life. I've been a super restless sleeper. Let me ask you this: it's Do you, enough?
0: Do you and your wife share a blanket, or do you each have
1: your own um, blanket? Each have our own.
0: Okay, so does she use the heavy one? No, she go one too? okay. No, I wonder if she'll notice if she were to try it if she would
1: notice a similar effect. Is she restless? Uh, she or no? no no, she's a like lay her head down like this in the same position and wake up there eight hours later. <laughs> I'm so
0: jealous, wow, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen those at Menards, and you know the, oh, in the really in the seen, seen in on TV section. Oh, really? You know, they have those. those yeah. just call kind of weird products, and they do have weighted blankets, and I almost oh. bought one. I'm like, oh, I think I would love that because I'm like the throw two blankets on guy. Okay. And give me like a nice, you know, a nice, uh, what do they call it? Like a quilt with some. Oh you know, yeah, some yeah. mass.
1: Yep. I love those. Yeah, uh, and it's it's kind of like that, but it's thin. So it's not thick, so you don't get what are hot. What do they put in is it? thick? sand. Metal? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's sand. It feels like sand. Just have little pockets in there and yep. like a layer of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. But, and I don't get hot. Well, that's it's super yeah. thin. That's the thing. And it's, I yeah. made sure to get the the breathable one, the chilling one that was thinner. The the fabric is thinner, but it's just as heavy. Yeah. That's the trade-off because whenever I put a heavy quilt on, of
0: course, it's hot as hell. Yep. So if it's summer, that sucks. Yep. Excellent. I'm going to try that.
1: It works. I, I think so. I mean, so far, so good. Only two nights in, but <laughs> right. I ordered it on Saturday and got here Tuesday.
0: <laughs> okay. So I want. I saw this study here that was kind of funny. Now, we're, we're always talking about fake meat, right? The plant-based meat stuff. I
1: got in an argument with a kid on Twitter that's like, said, it's full-blown vegan, but he says he's not. Right. He just follows the science, and uh, <laughs> well, he sent him this article. Then he said that if he's doing that, he has zero doubt in his mind, zero doubt in his mind wow. that we will eventually make a meat byproduct from plants that's more nutritious than meat. Oh, wow, dude! First of all, why? Mother Nature says bring it.
0: <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Uh, uh, well, all the, all the vegan reasons, I guess. Yep. You know, to not. Uh, well, because it's, there's no... He thinks this, it's better for the environment. He thinks the, it's better for the animals. Yeah, the it's saturated, saturated fat.
1: There's no fat. Yep. Doesn't clog your arteries.
0: Yeah. Well, anytime anyone has zero doubt, that's a giant red flag. Yeah. Because even... I, I I, think you're hyper-confident. I'm a hyper-confident person. I am never make that kind of declaration. Right. You know, like even when, you know, if we're going to argue about carnivore stuff in a bit here, I'm never like 100%. Right, I mean, show me, show me some pe- a bunch of people getting different results, and I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it is. But okay, so this uh, this article uh, for the audio listeners: plant-based meat not nutritionally the same as real meat. So, Duke University researchers looked at the nutritional content of plant-based meat alternatives using metabolomics. Well, that's a new term; I haven't heard of that one. Um, okay. So plant-based meat alternatives may look and cook like real meat, but scientists say that the nutritional components may not be the same. Researchers at Duke University compared 36 food samples, 18 of widely known plant-based meat alternatives, to 18 grass-fed ground beef options from a ranch in Idaho. For each sample, they measured the number of metabolites. Small molecules that make up the nutrients in food. The study, published in the journal for scientific report or in the journal Scientific Reports, discovered the beef contained 22 metabolites that the plant-based substitutes did not have. The plant-based meat, meanwhile, contained 31 metabolites that meat did not include. Researchers found the large, dis- the largest disparities were in vitamins, amino acids, and types of saturated and unsaturated fatty acids found in both food products, among other variables. Alternative meat makers mimic the look, taste, and texture of meat with iron-carrying molecules from soy, among other ingredients like beets and berries, and ramp up the protein with soy peas and other plant-based ingredients. Additionally, some alternative meat products contain vitamins such as B12 to create a similar nutritional profile to real meat. The study, however, found that several metabolites proved to be proven to be vital to human health were either found exclusively or in greater amounts of beef- Including creatine, spermine. I don't like that name. What am I eating? Answerine. I think you know. (laughs) What's that one? Systemine. Systemine? Yeah. Glucosamine, squalene, and omega-3 fatty acid DHA, researchers said. Yeah. I mean, you just can't. What's weird to me is like, I don't understand why they're trying to reproduce the look and the feel. Because if you're a vegan... And you're disgusted by the slaughter of animals. They're not. They're
1: trying to win over the non-vegans. I guess, but I mean, because the vegans are already on their team.
0: They're why? Why would you want to want to mow down something that mimics the the, anything decaying flesh? Do you eat fake pop? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not disgusted by fake pop, right? I don't think it's murder. You're not disgusted by real pop, you mean? Or by real pop? Yeah, I don't think it's murder. And like, this is the flesh of something. You know, it's like, hey, let's. This is disgustingly horrible, but let's mimic our food make our food exactly like that. I just I think, never understand I think, that.
1: I think you're referring to one percent of vegans. The other ninety nine are not disgusted by it. They do it for health reasons, what they believe to be health reasons. Exactly. Um, or
0: yeah, or yeah, they just think it's a healthy alternative.
1: Yep. They would much rather just have the burger, so just have the burger, people. It's like the no different than the low fat craze. Yep. Low fat cookies. We eat the whole box. Snackwells. Remember? Yep. It says it right and on snack there. Snackwells, dude.
0: That stuff was crazy. All right. RuPaul well, is still around. Uh, oh yeah. Good so. for good for her. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you you troll you put up a massive troll.
1: Oh thing. no no no! I didn't troll. Yep. I mean that. You trolled me. Uh, well, you took it that way. I meant it. I was trolled. I meant it. I was trolled on
0: purpose by you. <laughs> you targeted me. <laughs> no, you put up a thing on your, uh, well, you triggered me. That's really the term.
1: There you I, go. I, I was triggered. Yeah, I went, sorry. what the?
0: I literally went, huh? Harumph? I made various <laughs> various noises like harumph when I saw it. <laughs> but you just... And I can see you typing it, too. I, I was like, he was going, this is going to piss people off. <laughs> but you said on your Facebook, you put, uh, I do not recommend the carnivore diet. And then you just left it alone. Like, I did not. God not damn it, exp- Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a troll. I right, do not recommend the carnivore diet. And then you just like left the building. I got the mic. <laughs> right. You, just, you, th- you lit the dynamite and you threw it into the lake. And then you just let and it blow pl- up pl- 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 the fish. And inside.
1: then I had, to, I had to do an edit. And I saw it and went, <laughs> "Rumph!
0: <laughs> this won't stand."
1: I did it. Then I had to do an edit. Oh, what'd you say? I said, "No, I'm not doing a carnivore diet because everyone took it as I was doing it, and oh. I, and it wasn't going well."
0: Oh, That's gotcha. not how I wrote it. So, oh, right. You were just saying, "I because yeah, you haven't really you haven't done it. I mean, you've tried it for like a day and a half, right? But you haven't. And I did shit kept it up for no a week or a month or anything. No, um, so you posted that knowing it would trigger me because then he texted me within like 20 minutes like hey we have to argue about this yeah or ask me about this so okay let's hear it well then you expounded you got in a couple you know discussions with people on your post yeah um questioning you so
1: what was your what
0: was your main
1: gripe my main gripe and i'll go on record and make it official. That's right. We're being recorded like yep. four different ways here. So. <laughs> There's no denying it now. <laughs> Guess I ain't running for mayor. <laughs> I've done enough research to lead me down the path. You have zero doubt, you mean? Nope. <laughs> nope. I never say that. <laughs> I'm like, Twitter boy, get out of your mom's basement. <laughs> I, wh- I've what? i been let... I <sighs> the data that is out there currently has led me down a path that I do believe that LDL and HDL are important. Okay. So it's a cholesterol and issue. It, it's, it's, well, it's your lipoproteins and it's, it's your, all of that blood work. Right. I just think the LP little a and the LDLC and all of that stuff mm-hmm is a predictor of cardiovascular disease. Okay. I, I firm that all of the evidence that we have thus far points to that. So then you're thinking. Well, here's my rationing too. I'm going to break it down simply. Mm-hmm. So here's a pipe. Here's a garden hose. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, I'm about to get trolled again. If, if, the if garden, you say it gets gummed up. If the garden hose, does, it does get gummed up. Mm. But it does. You can't argue that you can't argue well, that it mean, gets gummed up but what you're if, saying what the in, carnivores in are people saying people that is, have heart it's,
0: disease it's, you're saying they have that
1: yes right no no if you have high cholesterol that means you oh. have blockage right M- maybe small mm-hmm. but you have blockage mm-hmm. so in what alternate universe does that garden hose being plugged up with dirt not get less water through and 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 when it, in, in what alternate universe does it not matter
0: mm-hmm are you
1: done? <laughs> For now. <laughs> so that I would see the garden hose is your arteries, and the yep. and the the dirt is cal- the buildup. So you're saying you subscribe to the heart health Tra- hypothesis, traditional
0: medicine, the old yes. school,
1: like yep, the whole reason the food pyramid exists. No, no, not at all, because some of that food pyramid stuff is bullshit too. Because, because the saturated
0: take- fat needs to be cut down. Okay, so what, what is it about, let's say, carnivore diet versus whatever you think is the optimal diet? What is it about the carnivore diet specifically that is contributing to that more plugged garden hose?
1: The, I think it's the the quantity of fat in the diet. I really do, and the type of fat. Let's face it. So really, and, and, and it's and it's also have me. Really, really, really going down another path. This is another news flash mm-hmm. breaking. <laughs> I'm really questioning if anyone should ever do dirty keto. What do you, just to define that real quick, so people know what the well, people that just think they can eat seven pounds of bacon all day long oh, and, right, and right. eat ribeyes, <laughs> right? Um, so really. It's not
0: the percentage of animal foods that you're griping, it's the
1: fat versus protein ratio. Fat versus versus protein, but also If somebody just ate lean chickens,
0: if somebody just eat leaner meats but was all animal, no no vegetables, do you think that's more or less healthy than the guy eating ribeyes
1: all day? Yes.
0: Okay. Now, do you think who's healthier? The guy eating leaner meats and only animal products versus the
1: guy who also eats lettuce and asparagus and stuff. I still think you need, um, I'm still going to lean towards the vegetable side Mm -hmm. because there's also, this is a whole other conversation. Sometimes they get lumped together, but because that's where food all goes (laughs) in the same spot. But I think the carnivore community is drastically underestimating the importance of gut health. Mm. And the best thing I saw recently that summed it up was um, you don't eat plants for you. You eat them for your gut. Right. Yeah, I remember we said that like last week or the yeah. week before. Um, so that's the rabbit hole that I've gone down. Right. And there is piles of data. If you put the pieces of paper on top of each other and stack them as high as the ceiling, you can fill this room <laughs> in five minutes right. of data that says... One plus one equals two with the the cholesterol levels mm-hmm. and cardiovascular disease. All right. Nobody with an unblocked arteries mm-hmm. had cardiovascular disease. True. Now, so really the
0: question, and I, I agree with, with that, if you have the arterial, whatever they call it, arterial yeah, sclerosis throsis, yep. or whatever, that damage is there. Now, the question is what's indicative of the cause and what's indicative of something that's trying to repair. See, and I'll I'll bring up this, this article pretty much sums up my viewpoint on this. Now this is Carnivore Aurelius, our favorite troll. But I think he wrote this before he became a troll because this is just like straight up Uh legit logical stuff. He's he's
1: really hard to dig serious
0: well yeah because well his his twitter stuff like the other day he said i take no one seriously that says sugar is poisonous and i mean he says stuff just to piss right. people off so but but ignore that stuff because this is just a straight up like i 100 percent you know agree yeah. with just about every word in this thing sure so i'm not going to go through the whole thing but i'll post the link here but basically he summarizes he says cholesterol tends to spike in a carnivore diet you know i went through this when i Got my stuff done. My doctor was like, mm, "We can still manage this with diet, but mm, get ready, you know, prepare yourself for a statin." And I was like, "Han, uh, yeah, nah." Uh, because of Canberry, Bar- Doctor Canberry, because of this guy, because of you know Saladino, Baker, all these guys, um, basically saying that the old school way of thinking is that cholesterol being high is a sign of actual d- heart disease, whereas this article points out. It's like blaming the. If you went up and you saw fire engines outside of a fire and saying, there's, there's, that's the cause. They're there to do repair. That's his point. And so, like, you wouldn't ever blame fire engines at the site of a fire. So, build
1: up in your arteries is a fireman? Cholesterol
0: is, no, the cholesterol is there repairing the damage done by inflammation caused by seed oils. Um, other but that doesn't
1: make sense because, because um it does. Dr. Paul Saladino just released today that he he has high cholesterol mm-hmm. so it's there. yeah he's got a lot of fire engines. repairing what? He only eats animal products. So why would he have inflammation to be repaired? That's a good point. here let me
0: let me read his summary here. Okay, So, he basically talks about cholesterol, how awesome
1: it is. That's in every cell. And you do need it. Yeah. No, he says we it's, just don't need it to stop and start blocking and building up.
0: He says it's basically, you know, super, super duper important. Right. Critical, you know, and it's a function of all these hormones. I mean, this is a super, you'll die without it. Yeah. This is a super long.
1: Yeah. There's, there's long zero doubt you'll, you'll die without
0: it. And he goes through all the different types of LDL, HDL, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, let me see. I just want to get his kind of summary because this is way, way too much shit to read. <laughs> I mean, th- this is like a freaking college thesis here, right? <clears throat> well, here's, here's a little thing. Okay. So what really causes heart disease? That's really what we care about, right? Yeah. So as we've seen high LDL and one thing that as some carnivores do agree on is like the ratio, you know, like the total cholesterol, I think everybody's
1: oh, tossed out. I see what you're saying. Everybody's so,
0: tossed that out now. Like even regular old school doctors go, that's pretty meaningless. Right. Um, I think the ratio of the, the two of the ones that may be a red flag. Okay, so it says, as we've seen, high LDL levels on their own don't cause heart disease. They're not shooting into your artery walls for no reason. This is why LDL independently is not a good predictor for heart disease. Our bodies have been producing LDL cholesterol forever, but heart disease really only appeared in the last 100 years. So it, it can't be that LDL independently causing issues. <clears throat> With that being said, it doesn't mean you should ignore LDL levels because high LDL can be indicative of a broken system. It's seen in both high-risk and low-risk patients. So I'd like to see, like Dr. Paul, what his breakdown is. His was, I'm sure his cholesterol, overall cholesterol is high. Yeah, but that's, that's the meaningless number. So really, you know, he's saying high LDL can be indicative. So that alone might be something to look at. And a broken system is what causes heart disease. Atherosclerosis is the disease caused by the lipid delivery cycle being broken. It's when plaques start forming in your arteries. So that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When the cycle is broken, LDL cholesterol is usually high. This doesn't necessarily mean that L- high LDL is the sole cause. Okay. And then he does kind of an analogy kind of similar to what I use with the fire engines. He said, uh, "Let's. what's bad is that there are not a lot of cabs around. It's not bad if the passengers, the energy aren't getting delivered. Wait, it's bad if the passengers, the energy aren't getting delivered to the proper places or if the vehicles themselves are damaged, oxidized, yet still driving. When this happens, there is an underlying problem. Your immune system reacts and causes inflammation, which leads to placking. So here he says damaged LDL is the problem. There's no such thing that uh, is good and bad cholesterol. What's bad is when your cholesterol gets damaged or oxidized. When it's damaged, your immune system traps the damaged cholesterol in your artery walls to prevent it from doing even more damage elsewhere. So that would be like the buildup, right? Mm -hmm. How do you damage your cholesterol particles? Sugar and vegetable oils, two of the first things you cut off on the carnivore diet. So that's okay. So vegetable oils do the similar. I'll talk about all that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to see if it just does a summary. So then he goes through all the biomarkers, which ones are predictors. Um, So here's what it says. When it comes to biomarkers, I like to see. And then it says total. So the total, this is a ratio here the total over the HDL um, less than four. Um, Triglycerides over HDL less than one. HDL greater than 40. Total or triglycerides less than 100. Fasting insulin less than 10 fasting glucose fasting insulin less than 10 so I don't even know what is that I don't even know what that's I probably because I'm thinking you know the the A1c right like the 5 up to 5.9 or whatever but that's that's got to be something that's got to be a he's using a different measurement or something yeah I don't know
1: Um, I've I've never had my insulin tested so
0: then he talks about he goes through I mean this freaking article is long right and he goes through carbohydrates how they damage the arterial walls um, okay, so here's this conclusion: you've been brainwashed into believing made uh, into believing made up causes of heart disease. Steak, cholesterol, saturated fat—that's what's got the blame. But the real causes have nothing to do with these three. They are refined carbs, seed oils, oxidized LDL particles, inflammation, damaging the glycolax—I mm-hmm. don't even know what the hell that is. I'd go back and read this. And high blood pressure. Too little cholesterol is way worse than too much. See, that's what's that's what's interesting to me is because. When you're making a choice here to lower your cholesterol, right? Because if the mindset is, I need to get my cholesterol down by any means, whether it's nutritionally or through medication, that doesn't come without a price.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's it does. not,
0: you know. Yep. So you're not saying, oh, I just want that bad thing gone. Yep. You're saying, I'm going to pick a number on the scale that I'm going to be at with regarding cholesterol. And just I, I can't just eliminate the bad and creep down and have nothing but positive effects because if you go low, then that has consequences as well. And his thesis basically states that having low cholesterol is way worse than having high. And he even goes as far as to say meats effect of raising cholesterol should be touted as a benefit, not a drawback. So then he goes and you know says how long it took him to learn all this stuff. but um, so that really sums it up for me you know, my thoughts on it. And then it's funny that you brought this up because it just,
1: this is what I was, I was reading today just yeah.
0: today. Yeah. Cause so Dr. Paul, so we're looking at Dr. Paul's carnivore MD Instagram here. And he says, you're looking at my arteries. Okay. The arteries that are supposed to be full of plaque after uh, years of eating tons of meat and saturated fat and having an elevated in, in quotes LDL, but remaining me- metabolically healthy, but there is none, not one bit of plaque there my coronary artery calcium scan was also completely clear score of zero i'm 44 my dad had a heart attack at the age of 43 i have a history of early heart disease in my family but i don't have atherosclerosis pronouncing that crappy based on every test i've done planning a ct angio soon this doesn't surprise me one bit atherosclerosis is more complex than just ldl Bad cholesterol in parentheses. It's about metabolic health. If if your doctor is only looking at LDL and ignoring triglycerides, HDL, fasting, insulin, etc., they are missing the full picture. I've done many podcasts on this if you have more questions. I'll be over here eating organs, meat, and the least toxic plant foods like our ancestors and thriving. Note the lack of dogma there. You know, he's not saying only eat animals. He's saying the least toxic plant foods. But a year ago he was. Right. He's willing to. Sure. Adapt. Because he's
1: following the science. Exactly. so He truly follows it. Here, yeah. on that, he posted that on Facebook. Yep. So I tagged my buddy, who's a cardiologist. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. said, well, one, one person's experience is not stronger than decades of research done worldwide. If this doctor feels strongly about this, he should do his own perspective study and prove the entire medical community wrong.
0: <laughs> you know... Five years ago, I would have said exactly, but now I go. The thought of the entire medical community being wrong doesn't seem that crazy at all, considering that my cereal box said
1: part of a healthy breakfast, and you know everything I've been been told. Yeah, but the but the the entire medical community wouldn't argue with you about the cereal box right now, <laughs> would they? Yeah, no, for sure they they're, wouldn't. No they're way. the ones. Well, maybe, they wouldn't argue,
0: but they're not. They're, but they're the ones that developed the freaking food pyramid that. Allegedly, you know, that the whole, this whole heart hypothesis is, is based on, and that's their driving force was to get us to eat more healthy grains and less saturated fat because it's clogging our arteries. And that, you know, that movement was what got us where we are today. So the thought of me saying, I would say to your friend, how is it, how's, like in the Dr. Phil voice, how's it working for you? <laughs> what has happened to heart disease? And obesity and diabetes since the medical community decided that saturated fat
1: was bad. They've skyrocketed. But here's the problem. You know what else has skyrocketed <laughs> in the last 25, 30 years? Not IQ. No. Meat consumption has <laughs> skyrocketed.
0: No. No. We, in fact, we just um, last week or two weeks ago, I shared a uh, graph that uh, Baker put up about how meat consumption has gone down and we eat more plants now than we ever did because people think they're eating meat because when they have a a Whopper meal. That's meat. That's meat. Right, but it's one patty and then there's a percentage. It's still meat. Yeah, but it's one tiny percentage of your diet. It's like a quarter of your diet and it used to be uh, – I'll have to find that graph, but
1: um, let me see if I can find it real quick. uh, The the bottom line for me is where I'm coming – to the conclusion, <laughs> not a conclusion, but, yeah, meat consumption in the U.S. increased by 40% between 19 and 2017. Right.
0: just the amount, the the full amount, but it was the percentage of the person's diet. You know what I mean? Like, if your, your
1: diet used to well, be yeah, they're 50% eating meat. because they're eating too much. And that's where I was going, that my, my uh-huh. conclusion is becoming uh-huh. that people are just eating too much food. Well, we know that. For sure because it's super hyper palatable mm-hmm. because when you, when you
0: back in the 50s and it's then dad came home deficient. with a, a bag of potatoes right guess what guys here here's your yeah here's your 20 potatoes eat as many as you want yep uh,
1: everybody had half a potato when i'm out i'm good anything else <laughs> Any butter? Right. Any any sugar to wash this potato down? Nope, that's it. All right, well, I'm going to bed. Yeah,
0: you, you can be lean, and we've talked about I've used that example so many times because I, I think that example is so perfect. Because even though in my carb-fearing brain, a potato is like the worst thing you could eat, but you can't overeat a freaking potato.
1: You can't overeat a potato, and it does wonders for your exercise.
0: <laughs> yeah, in its natural form.
1: It's yeah. impossible to do, so potatoes fine. Yeah, fat. We just have too much of it, I think. Yeah, but it's the mixing of
0: all the other stuff that makes it hyper palatable, right? That you can wolf it down. Um, well, I guess we
1: solved it, huh? Well, we're we're uh, <laughs> you know what we're doing, and and the and the entire nutrition space is doing it too, and we're falling for it. We are constantly browbeating. The public with how to fucking build a watch and they just need us to tell them what time it is. Right. Oh, I like that. That's good.
0: Yeah. Yep. So what Dewey's saying is just eat a bunch of
1: ribeyes. <laughs> <laughs> if that means not eating Oreos and McDonald's, <laughs> just start there. Oh, exactly. Yep. Well, we solved it. Yep. Good. We're done. Is that it? <laughs> Good, because I'm cramping up. <laughs>
0: what I will say though is, notice how you can have a respectful discussion.
1: Yeah, oh yeah,
0: completely disagree it's, on that's what stuff, do and talk about it and not freak out.
1: Uh, I, and there's it, a lot of soul searching that I have I've been doing. And well, yeah, I because have to do, this is literally your life, right? This isn't,
0: and it's just theoretical, right? You're talking about your own health here, right? So. You could not take this more seriously. Right. You know, that's why people get so emotional about it and get and so sometimes, it's,
1: in my case, it's other people's life. Well, yeah, if you're recommending stuff to people. Right. Exactly. That's hence my post on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yep. Some dude walks in the door and says, I need you to fix me, and he's 400 pounds. I'm not going to go just start eating ribe- ribeyes and bacon all day long. I <laughs> I'm, would. I'm just like, whoa, 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 what's Hold Coach on. Josh would be, well... <laughs> How many rib how much money you got? Let's go to Costco. You're gonna need <laughs> Lords of London as your insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: shit. I think that's what it's called. I just hand him a bag of potatoes. Lord of go yeah. eat as much as you want, bro.
1: <laughs> Somebody I did that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Pingillette. He, he's he potato diet guy. Yeah, he's the yeah, yeah. he lost like a hundred pounds, you know, just eating eating potatoes. So you yeah, can lose a hundred pounds if you don't eat too much. But I would be miserable the entire time, I'll tell you that. Would you? Oh, God. Just a raw potato or even a cooked potato. Um, yeah, raw, speaking my. of saladino, you know, I, I saw this was a. This kind of sums up a A nice philosophy here. How to be metabolically healthy, eliminate seed oils, refine grains, and eat mostly animal meat and organs and some of the least toxic plant foods. It is interesting how he's became less dogmatic. He eats honey.
1: You know, he eats... Well, it's because he went and um, he lives in Costa Rica now. He's just like you know. It's because he went and he went and spent all that time with the Hansa. right? That tribe. Is that what they're doing? Yep. And it's like their diet—they're perfect. Nobody's overweight. Nobody dies of heart disease. They're all super active. They're all super active, healthy, happy. Mm -hmm. And well, that's they eat mostly plants. Yeah, because that's all they have. Well, it takes so long to kill an animal. Well, when they're hunting, yeah, they're they're
0: pursuing meat. Sure. But they don't always get it. Right. Yeah, and they like gnaw on some weird weird things that grow on the ground. Like tub- the roots. roots yeah. yeah, like yeah. but he said they basically they don't really consume a lot of that because it's so fibrous. Oh. They sure. just kind of get the juice
1: out of it. And uh, it's a little bit of something, but it's not sure. like they mounted down. Um And you see them when they pulled the the honeycomb out of the tree? <laughs> oh, and eating the honey. Oh, that's they're it's just like just little getting, kids on Christmas morning. After it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that
0: brings us to our what we're going to take the mystery out of this week. So you got to tell me about this knees over
1: toes guy. What, what how, wait wait what? How do you make that transition? <laughs> that leads us to
0: <laughs> <laughs> cuz we're defining that's what we're t- we always take the mystery out of something. Whether well, we're going to we're going to talk about this guy because
1: okay, I don't know. I'm going to su- he I'm going to sum it up. I'm going to sum up knees over toe guy. He's Ben Patrick. Okay. Um, he's super eccentric. I invited him on the podcast, and he's a
0: knees-over-toes knees guy on yep. Instagram. And I said, how
1: many followers do you have? And he said, I'm out. <laughs> he just didn't even beat around the bush. I, I appreciate <laughs> the honesty and the straightforwardness, <laughs> but. so Yeah, he'd be doing us a
0: favor by coming on here. That's,
1: right, yeah, right, exactly. know, Which he doesn't need to do. Yeah. So, um, well, he really wouldn't have us on his either. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying, yeah. So anyways, There's I'm so going to summarize. For him. Without having to go <laughs> through and watch everything, I'm going to summarize. The knees over toe guy says, that for the longest time, I'm going to back up for yeah. some of the listeners who may not. What know. is
0: he contradicting?
1: For the longest time in the weightlifting universe, you, when you went into a squat mm-hmm. or a lunge or any you know movement with using your legs going to the ground, never ever ever let your t- your knees go out over your toes because it's bad. It screws up your leverage. It screws somehow. up alignment. The tracking okay. of your kneecap. Okay. It just screws up everything. It's bad news. Okay. Okay? For the layperson. It's bad news. Well, he says, what we've ended up creating is all of these athletes doing all of these strength movements with never, ever, ever putting their knees over their toes. Mm. And then they go into sport. And their fucking knees naturally go over their toes, and they right. get hurt.
0: So the functional movement of the, the movements they actually need to perform in their sports require that.
1: But yeah, never trained it. Yeah, and then they get oh, hurt. Okay, gotcha. And then what does the community say? <sighs> you got hurt. You shouldn't have been. You've got to keep your your <laughs> knees back. Right, which you can't do if you're trying to do a functional movement in a sport that requires that. Right. So he has um, the stats don't lie so when he trains squats and stuff he's saying yeah he's saying look at we're like here with his mom right here oh right there look at him their knees are way out over their toes right Right. okay and i have a bad knee i get runner's knee here and it bothers me sometimes when i do squats like that nothing wow i feel nothing so what the hell is he doing there just jumping that's just okay slow-mo jump yep and where does his knees go Out over his toes. That's a functional jump. That's a basketball player.
0: This is an example of something not possible without knees over toes. I suppose because then you're never working certain muscles in certain ways
1: if you don't. Well, just tell someone to jump. Right. Without teaching them. Just tell them, hey, jump in the air. They're for sure going to bend down enough where their knees (laughs) go. Yeah. Right. Wow. So he ended up, his long, long story is he ended up playing basketball and he couldn't jump. Mm-hmm. And he ended up te- doing all this research. Hey, right? here's you. Oh yeah. Two weeks ago. Oh yeah.
0: Dewey, Dewey's got a comment on here.
1: Yeah, I, and that's true. I literally stopped doing any of those movements mm-hmm. where my toe, my knee never went over my toes okay. because it hurt. Right. And I started doing those squats. He's doing those angle squats that he's doing with his mom and knee pain gone. You go on YouTube. We're playing his uh, Instagram video here. So don't go on YouTube. On Instagram, wow! But if they go watch <laughs> oh, us on, go on YouTube, YouTube. Uh, 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 yeah, gotcha. watch <laughs> us.
0: See, come on, you want to come through us, baby?
1: Oh, okay.
0: And his mom's sixty-seven. She has she has done zero and dents. That must be his programs. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah. That's just what he's titled his programs. So. Right? Okay. So well, it, it's he's if if you listen to any of his videos where he speaks a lot, mm-hmm. he's a little um. A little different. Right. He's a little eccentric. Yeah. But he's just super, super smart. Like he said, if you want something bad enough, you'll do it. And he said, I gave up entertainment for a year, an entire year of no TV, no Netflix, no cell phone, nothing to create this. Right. And he said it was family and this and zero entertainment. Right. Right. And he said, now he's here and he can't keep up. Wow. And he said, yeah, I gave up a year, but now look what I got. And he built it, Yep. Yep.
0: And then I uh, found another article here where it talks about kind of a critique, of the, not a critique, but just a summarization. Yeah, kind
1: of yeah a, I looked at a couple too before I really um, – that's the guy. Yep. I, I actually watched this guy. Yep, his video, his YouTube video. Yep is his,
0: is is his advice legit? Yeah. How he thought he was kind of kooky when he first saw him, and now his YouTube channel is blowing up. So he kind of goes goes into it a little bit here. So and then it's a two part series. So I'll post this article so people can. Uh,
1: but yeah, okay, rehab and injury prevention, longevity. He has over three thousand success stories of people who can barely walk when they came to him, and now they run. Oh wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. All just by training in a little bit different way. Yep. It's one of those ones that seems so simple. Guess what? One of the main things is you probably saw it on his Instagram page, but guess what? One of the main things that I started incorporating, and I don't care that I feel like an idiot and look like an Mm -hmm. idiot. Pirouettes. Running backwards. Oh. He said, we spend all this time walking and running forward. (laughs) We never walk or run backwards.
0: Well, yeah, because it it makes sense that you're, that muscle group would be well under, the antagonist muscle
1: group. Yeah, yeah you don't right. ever. And he's and it's when I do. It, yeah, yeah, I feel good. Sense.
0: Well, yeah, because like if your standard movements, you're always pushing or something, and you're not, or if you're not, you know, doing the like, you know, just working the muscle the other way rather than just like doing a curl. If you're not moving it back, you know, right?
1: You got to go all ways.
0: Yeah, to trigger all. Well, yeah, the that's like
1: only doing curls. Yeah, good point. Yep. Wow.
0: Okay, so knees over toes. He's legit. Well, we solved that too. Good. We're solving lots of stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our we subject. We better save
1: some stuff or we're not going to have jobs.
0: <laughs> right, so I found this funny meme too. Speaking of tracking, it says, as uh, has a, a like what the hell face. And it says, when you've already calculated your macros and someone asks to take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Dewey doing this. It's like, no, that's 200 calories. I'm not giving you 10 of them. I'm getting my 200 in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would be yeah I wouldn't be that biggie <laughs> I just worked a little extra
0: okay so let's talk about tracking
1: oh, I'm now, sweating like a slut in church
0: <laughs> seriously <laughs> it is a little hot in here it's cause my AC costs a freaking ton to run in here so I only turn it on when I'm gonna be in here oh yeah. cause I got, I got my bill the other day and it was like 200 bucks and I'm only in here like a couple days a week, so I'm okay. like, I, I, I need to kill it when I'm not in here, right? That's okay. Smart. Let's talk about tracking here. So, um, tracking. So the foundation. I, I think of if weight if, loss. If I can sum up, you know, I think people lie to themselves. That's my summation of this of of why people need to do it. And uh, you've experienced this when you get people started with coaching. In fact, you don't tell them to here, eat this, this, and this. You say, just input what you
1: eat. Just live your normal life.
0: Because we need to see track. what you're actually putting in. Yep.
1: Because how do you know? And just like me with the caffeine, they automatically start dieting. <laughs> they probably, yeah, there's no way to... But it doesn't last long. That's why I make it like two weeks. Because if I just say, "Let's just track for the next four days," they'll be flawless. Yep. Yep. I'd be like, "You don't even need me." But for (laughs) two weeks, guess what? There's going to be a couple weekends in there. Yeah. Be a couple birthdays popping up. They're going to go to the lake. They creep back into their habits. Yep. So one of two things happens: I get a real accurate glimpse. Yep. Or they don't track. Right. Yep. Or they only track the good stuff. So
0: here's a few phrases people exclaim. I'm only eating 800 calories, but I'm not losing weight. Impossible. Bullshit. I've tracked everything, so I must be in starvation mode or something. Impossible. I hate my parents for giving me terrible genetics. Stupid. You may have uttered or heard these words before. <clears throat> well, the idea of consuming an incredibly low calorie diet and not losing weight may sound as if the weight loss gods have laid an irreversible curse upon you. Unfortunately, it probably just isn't true.
1: But it's easy. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to go Pfft, not my fault pass yep. the
0: pizza, pass the blame, pass the blame on. <clears throat> the real reason you're not or you believe you're only consuming 800 calories a day and not losing weight because you're not tracking. Yep. you're guessing case okay, so number one is you're, you're, you're guessing, guessing
1: in that bowl of cocoa pops looks like about 50 grams. Well, that's twofold because what people think is a cup or an ounce or a gram oh God so wrong they're so wrong so wrong and then it's it's then it's compounded by the games they play on the labels oh yeah the nutritional labels oh right
0: well okay like uh i don't know like a bag of chips or whatever it'll say how many
1: servings and you're like no that's one serving yeah two right it's not five servings eight servings right and they do it with they did it for the longest time i think they changed it but they did it with gatorade You'd say two so servings. Like two or three. Oh, give me a break. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, here's a little experiment. Like and if you ever ran a class in person or whatever, I would hand everybody like a you know, a bowl of special K or a box of special K right. and say, Pour a pour a serving. Yeah. Pour a bowl and then even would,
1: you can even look if you want.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, pour your pour your bowl and then measure the amount they put in the bowl. I guarantee it's gonna be double the serving it's size. It's gonna be
1: two or three servings. Yeah. For sure. Right. Every time.
0: But if you ask your average person, they're gonna say, I had one serving of a special K. It's like no, you had 3 Mm-hmm. So right right out right out of the get go, the first thing you eat all day, you're off. You know, three times by th- a factor of three.
1: So yeah, people cannot well, estimate. Then I have to then I have to pull that back mm-hmm. and say, Well, what kind of milk did you use? Yeah. Oh, I didn't enter milk. Did you eat it? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, okay. I'll find milk. Right. Well what kind? Oh two percent. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> There's a bunch of sugar. Probably more calories in that milk. Right. And (laughs) And you didn't
0: add it. Do you think it's a serving of milk? Yeah, it's not a cup. It's probably three servings of milk. Yeah, if you do the, where you can only
1: see a little bit of the cereal at the top, that's like three (laughs) cups of milk. Right. Exactly. So
0: you're off on the cereal, you're off on the milk. I mean, one bowl of cereal, you've screwed the pooch hard. You know
1: what I just thought of? Mm. When you eat that bowl and you have a lot of milk Mm -hmm. and there's milk left over and you're just like, "Ah, whatever, just... I mean it's gonna sprinkle a little bit in there yeah. to finish off that milk. Yep. That's probably a serving. That's probably a serving. And the <laughs> amount of milk left in there, that's probably a serving right, of milk. Right.
0: Yeah. If you have somebody eat a full bowl, whatever's left over, pour a little cereal in there. There. Right. There's your serving of cereal and milk. Right. Yeah, the realistic version. Oh god. Yeah. So people you're guessing that's number one in this article. Okay. And then you're just starting off completely wrong. So and as we know, as even if we talk about seco calories in calories out as being true, but yet not that important or not the yeah. most important thing, ultimately you do have to eat less calories than you're burning. So you do have to know where you stand, and how are you going to know unless yeah. you track? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It says number two, you're entering generic things. Okay. Okay. Like in my, it says like you you hop into MyFitnessPal and type in protein pancakes, except for they can
1: vary wildly, right? Because peop- cause it's like Wikipedia. Right. People can just put shit in there. Oh, dude, when I make my chaffles, you yeah. know, like uh, I'll use
0: eggs and cheese, basically, and then I can put in a scoop of vanilla protein powder in there sometimes oh, yep. just to make them like smell really good and get, to get, to get my protein up. But that'll wildly change the amounts that I'm consuming. Absolutely. Um, based on whether you, you know. One scoop, two scoops. How many eggs? Did, am I measuring the cheese that's going in there? All that stuff. Or toast.
1: Did you did you did you track the butter? Oh no, I didn't use no. much though. You used a hundred calories worth. Well, yeah, right, exactly. Without a question. Yeah, how cal- calorically
0: dense is butter? Right. I mean, if you're tracking calories, you gotta factor it in. Um, <laughs> This sounds like you wrote this article. Weekend? What weekend? <laughs> Everything seems to go out the window at the weekend. Well, that's true. And if everybody's all hammered and stuff, like how accurately are you tracking what you're throwing down your gullet? Right. You know, but not. when it's pizza time. And that's where,
1: like I said, I've done the math where if you work hard all week long. You started your diet on a Monday and you busted your ass all week long, you can rev- completely reverse what you did on just Saturday.
0: Oh, yeah. It can be five steps forward, six steps back in one day. Right. You know, that, that one day can be six steps back.
1: <coughs> oh, yeah. I've been there for sure. Well, if, if, if 3,500 calories equals a pound mm-hmm. of fat, and you, so you need to, in seven days, you need to be in a 500 cal- calorie deficit per day. Yep. Per day. So if you go Monday, through Friday in a 500 so you're 2000 2500 2500 and then all of a sudden now the weekend comes and you're you, over by 25 right easily you erase it completely easily so everything yeah. you did during the week is gone yeah because how people many, are
0: like how many beers and a couple pieces of pizza nachos you're there, you're there. yep <laughs> exactly yeah Oh, you're forgetting. Okay, there's another another point. You're forgetting. You've had a long day at work. The kids are wreaking havoc. The cat's been sick on the carpet, and you still got to track your food. You sit down and attempt to log everything you've consumed for the day.
1: Do what it you while think, you're eating. Right. What you think
0: you consumed is probably quite far from what you actually had, however. Yeah, this is yep. nailing all of them. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. You weigh your food cooked and put it raw or vice versa. That's stupid.
1: I don't care about that. You don't care about that? Nope. Okay. Nope. Don't, that's minutiae. Okay. It's not going to change it that much. Right. Okay. That, maybe if you're a bodybuilder, yeah, you're going to go on stage. Right. If you got to be that, but that I, crucial. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody who needs to lose 65 pounds weighing weigh their raw food versus, versus cooked.
0: cooked.
1: <laughs> Just eat this amount. Right.
0: Okay. You choose the low calorie option. You've had pizza for lunch and decide that despite not wanting to make your PT cry, you should probably enter the details into your food diary. Holy crap, you realize it was eight hundred calories. You scroll down and find a similar one for five fifty, few you think that will do. Few you think that will do. Can you see what you just did? Oh, you chose a low calorie option, doesn't mean those extra calories you actually consume don't exist. So basically lying into the tracker. For sure. Yeah, well that's bullshit then. That yeah. you're only hurting yourself at that point. I mean, what's the point of tracking if you're not gonna be
1: accurate about it? So yeah. But then that's a really good one. But then guess what kicks in? rationalizations toddler brain oh yes i don't wanna
0: i don't wanna i don't
1: wanna Yep. i don't wanna track my food every single day
0: (laughs) well then enjoy being fat right uh and this kind of uh,
1: you know tracking is you don't have to track i can one day we can figure it out Mm -hmm. and be dialed in perfect yep guess what you gotta eat that every fucking day right that that's it. That's how you don't track.
0: And some people are creatures of habit. They can do that. Two eggs, one of these, one of these, boom, I'm done. Dude,
1: like I wake it up every morning it. now. One egg and a cup of egg whites hmm. and three pieces of turkey bacon. Right. It's the same every day. I yep. just you know exactly. And, and as I'm eating it, I'm on Fat Secret, plugging it in. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, stick to the same routine. That's one way to to really nail it. But people are like, I'm
1: not a dog. I need It's food. It's not entertainment.
0: Right. I look at it. It's it's medicine. It's like time to just take the, which it literally is. Right. You know, you just got to eat. But it can be entertainment.
1: You can travel abroad and you can go do cool stuff. Yeah. Just not every day.
0: And you have to understand that you are, it's okay. You're going to be given up and it's going to be a, it is a sacrifice. Right. Because you are giving up some of that hyper palatability.
1: And it's it's a sacrifice for a while, a short-term until sacrifice until for you a get good. yeah right. until you get to you know what let's just put our nose down mm-hmm. do the work yep. sacrifice get to our goal and then we can go into maintenance exactly. and then the whole world opens back up within reason within, yeah you don't to start creeping right back right up. now
0: when I was thinking about this topic I, I realized that it's not just for food and nutrition I mean tracking is applicable everywhere. You can't Have you ever argued with your wife about spending? <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't measure what Have you, can't
0: you have you ever said, you know, something and not saying you but just any person in a relationship right. where you share finances right. where you're like uh and, and I hate this this argument because I hate the stupid, you know, if you quit buying your latte every day you'll be a bazillionaire cuz that's kind of a stupid argument but it it is applicable here just for simple illustration illustrative uh meaning okay you know you gotta you don't even realize what you're spending like let's just say starbucks once a day it's six bucks now plus a dollar tip Mm -hmm. So, so seven bucks a day and if you're going five days a week that's 35 bucks a week times four you know you're talking yeah that's your cable bill that's that's a bill, absolutely. You know, so you know you're not going to be a bazillionaire by just cutting out your lattes. But I guarantee, if you ask most people, like, what are you spending on Starbucks, they have no concept that it's that high. And I did this once way, way back in the day when I first got QuickBooks, yep. like on my laptop. Like we're talking twenty years ago. And I for a year, I literally carried around a little thing in my wallet and wrote down every time I spent a penny. Really? It was hilarious because at the end of the year, I spent like a thousand dollars on. Burger King alone. And <laughs> yeah, this is... Jeez. Was, it was... And that wasn't even... I don't know how much I spent on... Fa- this is when I was traveling on the road. of the like Sure. It, so we were always on the road, but... Right. Just like Burger King was like a thousand and then yeah, all the fast food was ridiculous. Uh, just makes my
1: gut hurt oh, thinking yeah. about it.
0: Well, but I, if you would have said, tell me how much you spent at Burger King, I mean, I would have never guessed it was a thousand bucks. Two
1: hundred bucks. In a year. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Considering all the other fast food places we went in addition to that. Right. So probably talking 5g's (laughs) yeah so when i tracked it i was like wow it was really really eye-opening yep and i would have had i'm sure i would have guessed way low for sure i was going to estimate so um so you know there's lots of reasons to track so milestones that's another big one right obviously if you're you are tracking your calories that's to get to a goal well that's why you track your weight you track your body fat percentage your measurements all the other things because you want to see you achieve these milestones because that you reward yourself that's why i track my my what i'm lifting right the amounts the weight how many chin-ups can i do which right. is 20 now by the way nice yeah i'm going about one about every two weeks nice I'm creeping so it's, it's doing good you're not negative overload yeah i'm the last one i like hang on mm-hmm. like like i pretend like i'm on a cliff right and then if i let go i'm dead and try to hang on as long as I can. So it's kind of a psychological trick there. Um, So here it says creating a baseline. um, So you kind of, like, that's why you have people track when they start coaching. So you know what you're working with to begin with. Psychological factor, if you've ever tried to change a habit, you have to make sure that you're aware of it. If you want to change your spending, you need to be aware of what you're currently spending, where you're currently spending your money. I'll hear it even says right here. If you're in the habit of buying a cup of coffee every morning, you may not really be aware of it anymore. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's a way of staying on track. If you're working on a long-term project, it can be difficult to stay focused. Lots of uh, problems or habits you might consider tracking count as long-term projects. So by writing something down daily you've done that contributed, whether positively or negatively, to a project and e- is an easy way to make sure that you make at least a little progress over time. So, and then, okay, here's another one proving your point. Having a detailed record of what you've been up to can come in handy. Yeah, so you want to know, like, what was I doing when this was working? What what were my numbers? You know, you have a record of it down the line. Um, So I'll post that article too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, here's another one about tracking your spending. You know, a lot of the same stuff. You'll spend more mindfully. You you
1: had more mindfully.
0: Right. You had this in the eating. Because you know you were tracking your caffeine, you consume less. Right. So just the act of being observed does influence your behavior. Yep. So that's that's a piece. One of
1: the I'm, I'm surprised one of the pitfalls they didn't mention in the tracking calories is condiments. Oh yeah, that's huge. That is so big. Ranch. Oh ranch. Ketchup. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. A ranch is full of seed oils and it's got tons of calories in it. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Oh, sugar. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And ketchup is sugar and Mm -hmm. salt. Yeah. So
0: what I was going to go through a couple of app recommendations. Like what's the one you use when you're tracking your
1: food? Uh, I use Fat Secret (laughs) just because Fat Secret allows me a professional option where if you go and create an account, you can put me in there as your professional. Right. And then I see your shit every day. Right. Another accountability piece there.
0: And then uh, the one they were talking about was My Fitness Pal.
1: That seems to be the most popular it one. It is. Um, and I always tell everybody, find something you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and use it. Yeah. I, I prefer you use Fat Secret because it gives me a report. Yep. But that said, they're all just different versions of the mousetrap. Exactly. So, I mean, this chronometer, there's literally thousands of them. Yep. What I'm waiting for is for someone to come out with a white label. Mm-hmm. And oh. I'm just going to do Next40. Right. Where and you have my own re- tracker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? Shit. There is one out there, but I found them, but I don't, Yeah, I'm not impressed. They're not ready. Right. All right, guys. Well, got to wrap
0: it up because I got, daddy gets to be somewhere. Nice. Uh, the moral of the story is track your shite.
1: Yes. Track, track your track, shite. Track. Okay. You can't, don't know where you're going if you don't know where you're at. That's right. You got to know. All right, guys. Well, make sure you're going
0: to furiousmerch.com, get some of these sweet, Shirts. I thought of another cool shirt, by the way, mm. when I was uh, wearing my uh, sleeveless shirt at a gig the other day, and somebody was weird joking around saying, sun's out, gun's out. And I thought, yeah, but I'm still wearing this, even if it rains. Rains out, gains out.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to make one of the- I okay, like it. I'm going to design that and make it. I like it. Um, so, yeah, go to FuriousMerch.com, support the show, send us emails to info at fitandfurious.com.
1: Ask us some good. damn questions.
0: Yeah. What do you want to know about out there? Um, make sure you're watching on YouTube to check out the uh, shenanigans and all the valuable visuals and weekly extra content. Check us out anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. And we will. See you next week.